Hello, welcome to the Hun Report. Everything you didn't need to know about the Huns of the world this week. We are very, very nearing the end of RuPaul's Drag Race season two, but we've got two more episodes to dissect. And with me are Katie, Liam, and David to divulge Beast Enders. Enjoy. Ah, there you all are. Liam mainly, it's glad to see you. You were Hello. Sorely, sorely missed. <laughs> In the words of Joe Black, look out, this camp witch is back. <laughs> How many times have you practiced that? <laughs> <laughs> Improv. Um, can I quickly apologize before we do anything else? For for how much God, the list is so long. Um, I'm going to just, in this instance, go for the fact that I didn't realise unsurety was a word. Um, but yeah, it's not a word. No, no, sorry, it is a word. It is a word. It's a, it's a crap word. It shouldn't exist. We don't need it. Jack didn't actually know it was a word because we pulled him up on it and he was like, oh yeah, it's not a word. But then he came for me later on and he's right. Apparently it's not a word. It is a word. Yes, I'll admit I was full of unsurety about the word, <laughs> but I, I think that's very big of you, Katie. Thank you for admitting. See, Liam, while you were away, I was just accosted <laughs> by, by hey. horror bags. I listened, thank you very much. And speaking as a listener, I would say you were vocabulary gaslit, and actually I was with <laughs> you on it. number of times people have said that, <laughs> honest to God. Um, vocabulary gaslit. Vocabularily gaslit. <laughs> Order has been restored. We're all here. The queens have yeah. assembled. Um, and thanks. You don't to- need to be good with words to do a podcast, anyway. Doesn't uh, matter. It's overrated. It's overrated. But yeah. Liam, yeah, you were missed. <laughs> I just wanted to, before we sort of continue, have any thoughts on last week's? Not the podcast. You don't need to rate and review that. But just the episode. <laughs> Um, that's such a lovely thing for you to do because I actually did have some thoughts but then I was like well I'll maybe just have to keep them to myself forever um, do you know what why don't I go for the I'll bridge the gap between last week's episode and this week and an interesting tidbit of information which I want to get your take on mm-hmm. um, about the uh, horrors bleep gate oh. in, in mm. her um, stand up so obviously yes. we all now know it's gaping assholes. Yeah. Maybe we always knew it was gaping assholes. I think we did know, really. We knew it was something gaping, didn't we? And we all we all had a feeling that it was not as bad. The problem is with that, you, what you want to try and do is lip read what a horror is saying. But yeah. because her lips are so alien to the rest of her mm. face, it's actually quite hard to <laughs> watch it. Um, but apparently on a rival podcast, sorry to tell you, Jack, there are some out there, a horror revealed that the reason why that those bits got censored was because the production company have to obviously like when anyone is referenced, they had to make checks with that real life person that it's okay for them to be referenced in the show. So they went to a horror's mm. gran no. and a horror. No, you aren't you're not about to say what you're about to say. She's the one that pulled the plug on gaping assholes. So pulled the bubble plug. What? The question is, was a horror silent or was she silent? <laughs> <laughs> no. She was silenced by her now. Uh, Very amazing. good. Amazing. That, that is. So hang on. Did they? Do you think they went to her? Do you mind if we talk about you? Or did they go to her? Do you have a gaping arsehole? <laughs> was that? 
<laughs> you have a gaping arsehole. Okay, it's a, it's a fact. So your gaping arsehole has been discussed. Would you like it on BBC? Just a fact. Who is having that conversation? Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, well, that's incredible information. Amazing. Oh, dear. That's all I have to say on that on the matter. Well, yes. A famous question now on this on this podcast. Where do you stand post elimination, pre challenge, Liam? I mean, the thought I've had, which I've had for the last few episodes, is like, right. Well, this is the formulaic episode where we just have to go through the motions and watch Ellie go home and that just hasn't <laughs> happened quite a few times now <laughs> so I don't know I feel like like I feel like in the last series we got to that point of Cheryl doing another week of doing mediocre and we were kind of prepared that it was time for her to shuffle off whereas now I just feel like she won't go <laughs> she won't win but she won't go she'll still be there <laughs> the whole time the whole time the whole time, <laughs> yeah. The whole time, so, yeah. I, I also start the episode just like Lawrence needs to give it a rest. Uh, it's, do you know what? If there was ever an example of an inner saboteur, that's it because <laughs> she, she was the front runner, and now all of a sudden, yeah. so annoying, irritating as fuck. Jesus Christ, <laughs> just get over it. I think, I, th- I think we should, I think we should maybe say that Lawrence has been. Um, has deactivated her Twitter account this week because of certain things yes. that were being said to her. So let's we're being be kind, kind like, everyone, there's, there's but no, but very fair. And, and we're not talking about Lawrence herself, but the the action is like, yeah, it was it was a shady move, and it happened. You kind of, it's not going to help you anymore to to continue to talk about it. Yeah. Tia's not going to come and arrive in a TARDIS and take you back and persuade you to take change Ellie's mind. It's not going to happen. So let's just move on, yeah. get on with it, and be professional. Be professional. If you know you're a front runner, three badges deep, yeah. there's something to be said for winning graciously yeah. and actually taking the higher ground. And at this point, she doesn't need to do all of this. She doesn't need to like sort of manipulate Ellie in the way that mm. she is. Like, just rise above it, hon. Hen. Sorry. <laughs> it was the Alaska and All-Stars again, like that sort of Thank weird you. undoing. Yeah. But talking of undoing, another week, another head cover-up of Rue. Oh, God. As soon as I saw it, I just thought, I want to know <laughs> what David thinks of this. And you're actually wearing a beanie yourself right now, which, is that in honour I mean, of Rue? Well, mm. it, no, it's actually in honour of um, Beyonce, because it's Ivy Park. Um, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> oh, no. I got the masks as well. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another another day, another tragic decision from RuPaul. I, I mean, that could cover a number of yeah, things. Was- um, <laughs> the orange beanie. I mean, what in the 21 pilots was she doing and why was she doing so it? <laughs> just, 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 just too much. Can she stop? <laughs> If she's if, like, if you're gonna have a facelift, I'm very much pro plastic surgery. I'm very much yeah. pro people doing whatever yeah. the hell they want to do with their money and their bodies. But like, if that. you're gonna do it, oh, <laughs> thanks. Finally, take him, take him away. Um, <laughs> but like, if you're gonna do it, just own it. No one really cares. But it it looks worse if you're kind of like trying to kind of like, oh, I'm gonna cover it up with a wig. Oh, hide it away from the world. I just, I just like, it's weird because. We've seen Rue with some very polished hats in the past, mm. you know? It's, that's not new and that's not weird, but like, 
these very strange budget moves are noticeable. It's like, of course we're going to notice because you don't do that. And now you're doing it. Why? It's all very, um, you know, uh, sorry, uh, JK warning, Harry Potter alert. It's very Professor Quirrell in the first movie, you know, and it's like a separate <laughs> head. It's like Lady Bunny's in the back somehow. Like, just pull off the wig. <laughs> oh, don't Professor say Quirrell. that because... Rue will turn up in a turban for the finale. Now you said that, you just made me think she's Rue's going to go full Quirrell. But that's the thing is, if you like, spoiler alert for the next episode when Rue does the start of her workroom chat, he's completely not in a not in anything, just yeah. bald as the day he was born. So it's a bit like, what happened in between? Did he have like were the scars lifted? What happened? Maybe Rue's not really there, and it's a deep fake. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got to puppets, the inevitable puppets. Ha, yeah. Just so, I just want to get a check in. How do we feel about the puppets mini challenge? <laughs> Liam, Liam wants to say Liam. something, but he's still right. <laughs> She's got Be- words <laughs> because, and this has become. It's a. I mean, I get it. It's potentially a motif, a running joke, but the line "everybody loves puppets." I don't love puppets. Okay, like. It's fine. I mean, it's basically, it's an excuse for another reading challenge, really, in yeah. another guise, because you get the chance to take the piss out of each other. But I don't like to be led down the garden path. I don't like puppets. Don't tell me I like puppets. <laughs> I I quite like the puppet thing. I'm the same as Liam. It's just an excuse for another reading challenge. But I always find the bit, like the sort of supercut of them practically disemboweling these puppets. Always <laughs> quite stressful <laughs> when they're like they've got five minutes to turn them into something. They're like quick cut, right. snip, rip. <laughs> it's like oh, it's like a horror movie, but it's fun. We enjoy can it. I, can I quickly ask Liam, where does the boundary draw with puppets for you? Like, do you do you hate like finger puppets? Excuse me, what? personal <laughs> question. <laughs> 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 well, how how do you feel about Kermit the Frog, for example, Masked Singer Star? Well, can we talk about that? Can we talk about that? Because that is full on dystopia madness. What's going on? I loved it. I Not loved it. it. I've watched it like five times. <laughs> That's a different podcast. But, but do you do you hate do you hate the Muppets, Liam? Is what we're trying to find out here. Yeah. Full backstory. It all started with Rosie and Jim, and I've just not really taken to them ever since then. I think it was the ragtagness. It was it was Rosie's like the red, the the ragdollness mm, of yeah. the woolly hair. I was just like not here for it. Um, because Muppets, of course, anthropomorphic and are animals, whereas Rosie yeah. and Jim and the puppets here are sort of humanized forms of, yeah. well, puppets. So yeah, I understand. Yeah, I get you. Uncanny Valley. When I was little, I was like terrified of Rosie and Jim. Just and then, but my mum thought I loved them, so she always used to buy me Rosie and Jim stuff. But I was too ashamed to admit that I was really scared of them. And so we just had pictures and like books of them everywhere. And I was just like, <laughs> "No, that definitely is another podcast <laughs> to unpack that." <laughs> like, I don't like it. It's like, like fucking duck on top of the rag doll. <laughs> yeah, the, the duck was a prick. The duck was a prick. I'll give you that. But R and R and J loved. So basically, we hate puppets. That's <laughs> what we're saying. <laughs> but all of that was just an amuse boost to what we were actually going to get, which was <laughs> Beastenders. Holy boost? shit! 
That's the easy Come on, Jack, you need to tell us your opinion. As the EastEnders aficionado. Oh, God. Okay, so the only thing I will say was disappointed. I'm sure it was it was COVID protocol but it was very sad that we couldn't get natalie on the show and on the mm. panel and or she... anyone from eastenders or anyone mm. from eastenders great tracy get tracy on i'd have <laughs> loved that tracy. yeah you know there's so many names but we had maybe one of natalie's finest turns of all time on Excellent. that screen just Did a... she come for bimini <laughs> a little bit <laughs> i wrote the line down what did she say? I don't know if you've climbed Mount Everest, dear. She said, dear. Dear. It was like the most Anton Dubeck thing she's ever done. <laughs> and Bimini was a bit like, mm. Yeah, Bimini, because actually Bimini as an EastEnders sort of definitely super fan as well, I see. She was she was nervous. and I loved that. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I would sign me up for a Natalie Cassidy masterclass because... I would pay that $100 for that masterclass. I know. I'm Natalie Cassidy and this is my masterclass. I'm just doing this now. <laughs> just doing this now. That whole episode, a Natalie Cassidy masterclass, Drag Race, EastEnders. I was like, this is literally like a Jackson Davies Make-A-Wish episode. Like, this is exactly what he wants to do. <laughs> Make a wish. Make a wish. Really was. Really was. She just looked fab. She just, right. She just. This is going to be the next 20 minutes. She's just great. She spoke about the trumpet. <laughs> she gave it. She just gave us everything she knew we wanted. And for that, I can only yeah. applaud her. So the true her. pro. She was like, I've done it all. I've done lesbian affairs. I've done childhood mm-hmm. pregnancies. I've done a marriage, a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it all. <laughs> one marriage and one divorce is not that much. Any <laughs> it's like, give me three True. minimum. <laughs> can, can I ask another question, I'm afraid? Oh, yeah, because uh, if you don't know, David despises his standards with passion. So. No, I don't. Wow. Beast. Is this rough re- <laughs> calling you a heterosexual? Get out. <laughs> Um, I do. I obviously I know who Natalie Cassidy is, but I I kind of need to know the stuff that Bimini was saying in her confessional. Is that actually stuff that Natalie Cassidy has said, or is that from the more Morgana Robinson impression of Natalie Cassidy? I see what you mean. Bit, bit of both. It's it? a bit of both. I would say a bit of both. I think that's definitely how it's become now. Is Natalie has become both characters? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, when Bimini kept doing the chin thing. Yeah, it's that because yeah, it's it's a, an a, amalgamation of both. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your service. Of course. Jack, I don't know if I've told you this. Did I tell you um you know at five AM this morning? Yeah. Um, owing to a work project, I had a lo- delightful in-depth conversation with Miss Natalie Casty on the phone. And I now have her mobile number. No, I have her mobile number in my phone. 
What? Why are you just telling us this <laughs> half an hour into... Hex to the link! Come on! Because I wanted to rock his little mind, but also, obviously, because the press team will be listening, I have deleted it already, so... <laughs> now. Anyway, let's get to the challenge, because there's so much to talk about here. Um, Beast Enders. And thankfully, there wasn't uh, the inevitable arguments of like who's going to get who, and someone's going to claim to be amazing, and then of course they're shit. None of that really. It was sort of quite, quite happily dished out. We had Phyllis, Scat, Thought, and Karen. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to stop you there. Oh I don't know how we had the whole furore over the whole Ahura. But you know, you can be two in the gutter. Ahura, and then this week we're getting Dot Cotton turned into Thought Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's offensive. She will be played by Ahura's Nan. <laughs> oh, God. Like, just picturing Dot Cotton and hearing Thought Bottom. She'd probably love it, I don't know. Yeah, she would love it. She would. She would. <laughs> uh, do, we think, do we think everyone was well cast? I think I kind of would, I would have enjoyed, I'd like, I mean, I would have happily watched Bimini do any character, but yeah. I think her doing mm. Sharon would have been, would have been fun. Yeah. And I would have quite liked to see um, Tace do the Doc Cotton character. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah. up a bit. Yeah. 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 And actually Ellie could probably have done a good Sharon. Mm. As well. Because yeah. her sort of drag lends it <laughs> quite well to the whole kind of big booby sort of big hair, whatever. Well, talking about big boobies, nice to see the re-emergence of Ginny Lemon's tip plate. Was it Ginny's? I... Lemon's <laughs> <laughs> originally. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. But no, it's Ginny's she... really now. Yeah. It will always She's be made Ginny. Her own. But considering the year that it is, there is nothing like less COVID secure than a bloody rubber tip plate that's getting passed from one person to another. <laughs> like, I hope someone is wiping that down in between times. <laughs> It's the real concern of our times. <laughs> because this worked so well last time for the government round, I came up with some other potential characters from EastEnders that might work, and I want to see what you think. Oh, okay, go on. Stacy Slayher. Okay, cool. Well, we've got to start somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Linda Sharter. Linda Sharter's fucking brilliant. Oh, Linda Sharter is fucking brilliant. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. And that works for any of the Sharters, of course. So it could be a, you could have Danny Sharter. The Sharter family. <laughs> um, struggle with this one. What about Quim Fox? Sorry? Quim Fox. What's Quim? I had to check that as well. With, um, <laughs> I think it's a term for like some form of <laughs> isn't it some sort of go on jack knows what it is no, go, go on, on. No, go on liam i didn't i didn't do, i didn't make the challenge <laughs> some form is there something to do with the juices secreted insects from a lady no you're oh, thinking right. of queef <laughs> no queef's a fanny fart queef i think queef can i always understood okay. quim to be an actual vagina you're quim Mm. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, school day. The only other one I had was member of the Bitchell family, uh, Pegging Bitchell. Peggy Bitchell. Pegging Peg Bitchell. Me Bitchell. Peg Me Bitchell. Oh, pe oh, I thought you said, I thought you just said Peggy. So, What's yeah, but no, pe 
pegging Mitchell. And Peggy was already a character, so that'd be very lazy. Yeah, no, really, I I think we peaked with Linda Shutter. <laughs> yeah. I liked Quinn Fox, actually, but go on. That's, that's the thinker, that one. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate diss. Can I, can I say one more thing about um, Tasha's boobs? Yeah, please. Just that I just very much appreciated that full two minutes of her straddling around the, the workroom being mm. like, well, well, the shade doesn't match up to me, but it doesn't matter. And I was fully expecting like a full reveal during the episode, cause, which would have made it even funnier. Yeah. But it was just, it didn't happen. So it was just kind of like mm. Tasha's head followed by this, this white rubber skin suit. And I was like, where, where's, where's the boobs? I want to see more boobs. Did you think there was going to be like a ping and open moment? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was happening. But it didn't. Lawrence, what do we think happened with Lawrence during the rehearsal and acting part of the challenge? What, why do you think he was in his head so much? Come on. No, it's just last week was similar, wasn't it? With uh, the whole Lawrence... Being in our head, sort of thing, but I don't know. Some like the more pissed off Lawrence gets with Ellie, the more in in his head Lawrence seems to get. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's obviously a lot of putting pressure on oneself for having got three badges, but it's been for a few weeks now, hasn't it? The whole in his head thing. Mm. Yeah, but. Really pulled it off in the actual screening of the episode. Mm. Okay, I think everyone everyone was, as they said on the panel, everyone was really good. And I I would agree with Graham that because... Graham. Graham. Because <laughs> I am such an EastEnders fan, Ellie, as thought, was disappointing because there was, there was no dot in that performance. No. Yeah. And she was, it was a good performance, but it just wasn't, what I wanted from an EastEnders performance. Mm. She played an old lady, but she didn't play a funny old lady. Yeah. There's just so many dotisms that you, the sort of, even like the, the oh, fact. I say. Oh, I say. Oh, they, yeah, like all of, it's medicinal and all like just so many like little <laughs> things. Um, yeah. And it just... There's so much you could pick there, and she didn't pick. You any don't of even really need to camp up anything that Dot does. You just need to do the bits and like doing the wibbly voice. Yeah, that was that. It was the voice that bothered me a little bit. I think if you're doing that wobbly voice, and you know, I needed more smoking. There needs to be some sort of cigarette situation. <laughs> Definitely happening. more smoking. Yeah. I think what confused me was the fact that I couldn't quite tell how much of it was being scripted and how much of it was the queen's own decision because like the wibbly voice and bringing a pack of cigarettes is easy to do but like how much of how much of it could have been improv like how many lines could she have just thrown in that would have prevented that would have meant that she got something funny in but didn't throw anyone else off yeah you know what i mean oh i feel like um lawrence did that quite well in the like slight little ad libs around like the laughing and stuff like that was probably an embellishment of the script. But you know, even with Dot, like it would have been quite nice to see Ellie like at the end of every line quote quote a Bible reference as if it was a line taken from the Bible like Dot would do or something. Like I think there were definitely mm. just those nuances of Dot's character that she completely missed. And it was also mm. the thing about that is it's just too close to the final to not think clever. 
Yeah. And I think that's why mm. Bimini's racing ahead now is because she thinks like about every aspect of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like she, you know, even without the lines of cat when she was scrubbing the floor was just perfectly cat. Just yeah. everything about that was so cat slater and comedy count that in, in, in a way that there was no lines from cat. Totally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. And, and again, similarly, because as you know, Sharon Watts is close to my heart. Taste, taste didn't quite get Sharon. Yeah. And yeah, for all the camp that Sharon is, there's a nuance there, you know? She's yeah, not just there's blonde hair, big boobs. Like just a gaze at the camera that's just held yeah. for a little bit too long. Yeah, or a qu quivering lip, a quiver. Yes. Yeah. Very quiver lip. Definitely. That was missing. Yeah, but then that could also be a little bit, you know, I might get, I, I, maybe I regret saying this, but that could be a little bit in the direction as well. Like if Michelle knows, I don't know how well she knows EastEnders. I think if, she, if it was a show that Michelle knows really, really, really well, you probably would have encouraged a little bit of that. Mm. I don't, she probably like knows the characters a bit, but like a few of the nuances. Agree. She might have missed. That's the thing. A lot of the references that were coming out of both Michelle and Rue were stuff that are like the big moments of EastEnders, like the viral moments. Like they'd watched the top ten on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watched yeah. the top ten on YouTube and thought, "I'm gonna get on with it." Like you know, "You ate my mother," Reggie! you know, all those bits that like I know even, and I mm. you know I've only watched Lucy Beale's disappearance storyline once. Um, <laughs> so what a know. one to go in at. Yeah. 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 Sorry, it's anniversary. Why not? But so maybe they should have had like, and maybe due to COVID, couldn't have done. They could maybe needed an East Enders person to like co-direct yeah. it. That would have been yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, so the runway, my dears. What do we think, uh, Lawrence? Oh, so the theme was Panto. What do we think about? Let's go through everyone, Lawrence. Well, specifically though, was, this is the thing that I got confused by. It was Panto Dame, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. yes, agree. Because I didn't, when they were making the critiques, I was like, well, it's not just about dames. Dears. And I think they closed themselves off there as well, because there's so many other characters in um, Pantos that they could have done. Dandini, Buttons. Buttons. But there was buttons. no options because they had to play dames, which is just, buttons. I don't know, I find a bit mad. Dandini. <laughs> Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Puss, yeah. Who was your favourite of the lineup? Because it was so, there were so few of them, there's four of them. Who do we like the best? Bimini. Bimini had me at Grace and Perry. As soon as she yeah. referenced that, I was like, totally. I see it, get it, love yeah. it. <laughs> totally. Yeah, stuck, I was stuck between Bimini and Lawrence. I thought they were both. Lawrence could have had the kind of classic, I, I would expect to see that at like, you know, in, in Edinburgh Theatre type panto look. And Bimini had modern, twisty kind of vibes. Mm. Yeah. I really, um, I thought Graham's read on taste was really accurate about you know Tace was seeing something different like she thought she'd gone 200% but she hadn't really yeah and that was a bit disappointing and the, the wings and stuff were actually a bit shit she was giving fairy godmother as opposed yeah. to the dame I feel like if she you know she's going to be really successful off the back of this and if there's someone else dressing her and putting her in amazing, like, this is what we think you should wear. She'd wear something amazing and she'd, she'd deliver it great and present it really well. And it's just, I, I think she just, if she had, like, the RuPaul money, should be the best. 
like I feel like Tace outside of the runway in her confessionals and like the way she is in the mini mm. challenges and stuff is the winner like she's so mm. funny and like yeah. her reactions things like amazing that yeah. I feel like I'm like rooting for a hundred percent but there's just something like it just doesn't come together on the runway for some reason I don't know why yeah. but I still think like Hi. she's fantastic and like she should be in the final um so I don't know what what it is that they're not seeing as well that's like yeah. just stop the disconnect you're right it, yeah I completely agree it doesn't come to the yeah it doesn't all fall together which is frustrating but we must um acknowledge that Tace is now the only queen in the show's history to survive four lip syncs amazing insane and Bonkers. deserved in the show's complete yeah, history well. yeah Wow, I didn't realise that. A true lip sync assassin. So who's she beat? Is she like, before her, was it Coco Montrese, I think? Well, Cameron um, must have done loads. Cameron mm. Michaels. Cameron Michaels. Cameron must have done loads. Yeah, come on. No, she did. It felt like she was doing them every week. She did. really did. Yeah. And I just remember Liam getting more pissed off every week. Livid. But I feel like that's why, <laughs> that, like, this is Tace's, like, strength is that, by, I mean, I don't know whether me, I'm just speaking for myself, by Cameron's last lip sync, I was like, can someone please just, like, get rid of her? Whereas with Tace, fourth lip sync in, I'm just like, yeah. please stay. Please, like, yeah. she's still... It's like the first yeah. time every time. And it was the first time every time. Casey Bowden, what a lip sync song! Honestly, I actually had goosebumps as soon as it came <laughs> on. And I almost got emotional. I was like, have I got, am, I, am I about to cry? Like, I was so happy. I don't know if I would have gone with that song, but to have steps on Drag Race just meant so much to my community uh, yeah. of steps fans. <laughs> <laughs> that is what, sorry, even, I mean, obviously I'm biased because I'm a diehard steps fan, but this is what we wanted from Drag Race UK, wasn't it? Yeah, true. Uh, song choice, right? True. Um, yeah. I, you know, it wouldn't have been my first choice of song. And I have listened to Steps nonstop since the episode, obviously, because I don't really need an excuse. But um, yeah, what a moment. What, Loved it. What Steps song would you have gone for instead? I probably would have gone for One for Sorrow because mm. it kind of has like the low tempo moment. And then there's like it builds up to a dance break situation. Mm. And then there's a middle eight. There's loads of stuff they could have done with it. And it's Claire at her best. Or maybe, maybe even Chain Reaction, which oh, great. Diana Ross later covered famously. <laughs> Big Steps fan. Big she step. loves it. Do you think this is the moment that Michelle signed up and thought, I'm going to do that feature. I will do that feature with Steps. Yeah. Maybe. It's very good. I don't know if Faye's texture or something being like, Hun needs a few quid. Can you like start yeah. flogging steps everywhere you go? <laughs> and now wherever she goes, like, have you heard about my friend's band Steps? We should play Steps. I'll be in Steps. <laughs> you see, they it were um, dancing together this week. Who? Michelle and Steps. Michelle and Steps have been in rehearsals. I'm calling. They'll be at a Pride this year. Oh, of course. They've made a video, haven't they? They they finished the video this week for Heartbreak in the City. Oh my but, yeah, god! Thank God. They'll be. I can't wait. I'm, I'm ready. But, but actually, when you think about it, this is probably the most, in as an episode, it's probably the most what we wanted from Drag Race UK back mm. when it was announced before season one. Totally. Maybe that would just be me and Jack saying that, but <laughs> I think as a whole package. How much the lip syncs have improved as well? Like, if you remember those first couple of episodes when we were all a bit like, ooh, come on, girls, let's end season one. We were just like, 
come on, Charlie, give us more. <laughs> yeah. but, but now they're like full on. Yeah, this is a really, really great lip sync. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, what, are, what are steps up from last week's song? Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Still no girls allowed. What are we doing? That's another series with no girls yeah. allowed. It's wild. Right, well, next, let's see what next week has in store for us. You never know. Yeah. Have we had a, a wee mix track? What? Yeah, power. Oh power. yeah. So I mean, the inevitable finale lineup continues to embiggen every season, right? Like we hang on, they, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, no, I was in your on your side. Just Sorry. Go on. Dictionary corner moment. What's embiggen? That's a word. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop here. I, I this this is I need to talk. <laughs> because Jack sent me this before the recording saying I found a new word and I was like I dare you to try and say it <laughs> <laughs> he's been so excited to say it and right. when I was wondering I was like I wonder if either of them will call him out on it and Liam you just like Fantastic. jumped towards the camera not this <laughs> M Biggin M Biggin no no that's no, no. Tra- that's, that's your new drag name M Biggin. Your vocabulary is limited. So, yeah, we've got four. We knew it was going to happen. They're all going to stay. Because <laughs> <laughs> the lineup is continues to be bigger. Uh, and there we have it. Next week is the final episode. Yeah. How excited are we by that preview of, of Ginny Lemon's face? Um, <laughs> so what? What did they say to persuade her to come back? Would it be something along the lines of, you don't have to talk to RuPaul throughout this whole episode, you're coming and mm. leave? Mm, probably. Mm. Exciting. Mm. One, I'm going to miss you all, guys. I'm going to miss you. And then we'll never talk again. Yeah, so we yeah. can still chat if you like every now and then, there's no problem. <laughs> but I've also got a quiz for you. After following the season, I've got a, <gasps> a quiz for you all to participate oh in. God. I love quizzes. Everybody loves quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> More information soon. <laughs> Goodbye. Ta-ra. Bye. Bye. There you go. Hope you enjoyed that episode. If you liked it, rate us and review us and subscribe. Actually, follow us if you've noticed that subtle change on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and we'll see you next week for the finale, the grand runali fun- finale of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 2. Ta-ra! Cassie Jones. Fuck off, Gillian McKay! Hey. Hey.